What's up, dude? What's up, bro? <laughs> Oh, you know, just hanging out. Yeah, what a... Uh, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> what a fuck. <laughs> hanging out, man. Fucking enjoy, enjoying my days off. My body. My body is fucking hurting, dude. <laughs> uh, internets, listeners, we, uh... For the first time ever... In our 82 episodes of the hard camera. But listen, hey, listen, at least I caught it early. I don't know what made me check. That's a good thing. I don't know what made me check, but I caught it early. For the first time in 82 episodes, uh, we forgot to press record on part of the show. Um, we're about 18 minutes deep. <laughs> 18 minutes in about how life has been. Um... How you feeling, bro? <laughs> oh, you know, just hanging out, man. I've been, been off work for the past week. We've, uh, we had to shut down the old restaurant due to the Rona. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you got, okay, so, tell me, tell me about this. You got, uh, someone had it? Yeah, yeah, one of my coworkers had it, just one of them. And uh, they had everybody get tested. I had to get tested on Monday, and that shit—that was—that was a feeling. They—they mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they swabbed my ass three times. <laughs> oh my god! So, is that just the uniform testing down there? Shit, I don't know. I ain't never been tested. Cause, <laughs> like when I did it, it was just the one swab, right? One they up the nose, me. boot, boot. And they gave me. Oh, sure, go ahead, my bad. No, I was say, no, and my sister did it, like, on her own, and she just boo-boo and handed it back. They swabbed me up one stick, but they gave you the fucking, the spit shine. I get, yeah, they hooked me up. They gave me the special treatment. <laughs> they hooked me up. <laughs> they hooked me up with them chips. I'm, I'm saying, bro. They gave you sour cream and onion. They gave you yeah. fucking lime jalapeno. They gave me little fixings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, yeah, they 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 had one of them, like one little, I know what the fuck, a swab. Mm. They shoved that up my left nostril real quick, and then they shoved that one up my right nostril, yeah, mixing them all up. And then she said, "Okay, well, this next one, we're gonna have to leave it in there for like ten seconds." Fuck me, <laughs> serious? Ten ten whole seconds? Ten whole seconds? My eyes are watering, bro. That's you know, that. What's up, like, like what's shit? The- <laughs> She's dying laughing. Yo, what's up with White County, man? Why they got y'all out here like that? Man, see, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, no, they, they did. They, they left that motherfucker there for ten seconds. Man, oh no, man, this this shit is. It ain't hurting, but it's just it's, it's, it's yeah. Like it don't hurt, but it's just yeah. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want no accident. But but no, they gave me the that test and then. I waited 20 minutes outside, came back, said it was negative. Then they're like, okay, we're going to send the other results off to the state. Mm. At like two to three days, so I was like, so I shouldn't go back to work until we get the <laughs> state's results back, huh? Right, right, right. <laughs> she said, no, I said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> bet. That is funny. That is funny as hell. Yeah, yeah no, they, they called me today and said I'm good to go. 
So the city, so what? The city was like, yeah, you're good, but we're going to send it to the state. What if, like, differing results came back? Yeah, see, like, that's, I mean, I, I, I don't know what they did. Yikes. I mean, because I've heard, I've heard about that happening, you know. Two different results. Do, yeah. it, do it again, I guess. Fuck my nose up again. <laughs> Best of three. Hurt my nose again. <laughs> <laughs> Swab, dude. Huh, okay. Okay. So what you been up to this week? Um not a lot of sh- not a lot of anything really just cuz I wasn't sure if uh wasn't sure I was positive, but I, I knew I wasn't, but yeah. didn't want to be on the streets. Go out and spread the virus. Yeah. You know. With people you don't even fuck with. Yeah, yeah. I spread the virus. Who I don't even fuck with? That'd be that'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, you get the virus. You get the virus. You all get the virus. But no, other than that, uh, I've been fucking hanging out, watching um, watching some movies, watch, yeah. rewatching some, uh, some some television series. Yeah, series. Watch that new uh, Bill and Ted movie. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. I keep seeing commercials about it. Like, I mean, like it's just like the first two, you know. Yeah. Like it's not bad. It's like it's it's far from bad, but it's far from great. I've probably only seen like little bits of any of them, so it was only two of them. There's two before this and one, yeah. Third, okay, uh, yeah. No, I haven't. No, I don't think I really caught any of the Bill and Ted, any of their adventures, excellent or otherwise. They're pretty excellent. <laughs> <laughs> pretty excellent. <laughs> Uh, I remember, I caught this one movie. Uh, you remember them old '90s movies like on on HBO that like you would only see on HBO? Oh yeah. I watched this movie that like if HBO just did movies still, like this would be on there exclusively. Um, it was called uh called Spencer Confidential with uh Mark Wahlberg and uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Like this cop who uh, just gets out of prison and he can't mind his own business. But yeah, if this was like 1993, this movie would just be on HBO like once every four or five days in the morning. Like 7 a.m. <laughs> so that contract just runs out. Like it's very Passenger 57. <laughs> oh, okay. Except yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a little bit funnier. But like it's very Passenger 57-ish. That movie's always on HBO. Bruh, I love Passenger 57. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, bro, you can catch it any old night. You miss it Tuesday, but Friday old Friday at 9 p.m. will come around. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Fire up the VHS. Fire that on up. Might as well. <laughs> right next to my, my episode of Death Comedy Jam and my episode of Renegade. Hey, Renegade. <laughs> Yeah, man. What else you been catching, bro? I uh, rewatched. Uh, well, I'm in the middle of uh, rewatching Sons of Anarchy right now. I'm like yeah. halfway through the series. Word. And uh, I mean, like, I don't even know why I'm watching it because I mean, I've like I hated the ending. Word. But like, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna give another shot." <laughs> like, I tried. I tried watching like a couple weeks ago. I turned it on. Like, I got like 10, 15 minutes, and I'm like, man, "Fuck this." Like, <laughs> There's a, there's a couple shows that like I never watch just because I keep hearing the ending was so trash. Like I'll probably never watch Power. 
and <laughs> I'll probably like and even Dexter. Like I wanted to watch Dexter, but I just kept hearing about how like the endings were trash. Like I was gonna, I definitely gonna watch Power while it was while it was going on, but the way people just kept shitting on that last season, I was like, okay, nah, I can't even try it. They got the spinoff coming out this week of Power. Really? What is it? I, I've never heard about it. Uh, I can't really say anything because like kind of gives up the the ending of uh, the original Power Power Junior. Yeah, Little Power. There you go. There you go. Powito. Yeah. <laughs> Power Miho. Scrappy Doo Power. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, like I I enjoyed it up until like. The last season, like the last season, was just like a flashback season. Oh, okay, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> like it just, it, it wasn't hitting right. Yeah, you had, to, you had to roll that shit. Hopefully, they re-rolled this new shit. Oh shit. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I don't know. I'll probably never catch it. That or Dexter. Um, what I've never watched Dexter. Yeah, it seemed cool, like a serial, like a serial killer who only kills serial killers. That's like that's a cool premise. <laughs> you know yeah, definitely. But yeah, man. Um I caught the old guard recently. Uh did you catch that? No, I've been meaning to though. It's mad decent. Like it's mad decent. Um I need to catch some more movies, man. What else did I see lately? Um I know what not to watch. I didn't know this was even existed. It was this Chris Rock and Adam Sandler movie. Um, Grown Ups? No, it came out like two years ago. Um, they're like the fathers of each other, like the the bride and groom. Like Chris Rock is the father of the groom, Adam Sandler's the father of the bride. I only watched like fifteen minutes of it because it was, it was like I forgot that like Adam Sandler comedy isn't like me funny. I'll put it that way. I just watched Little Nicky yesterday. Right. <laughs> It's it's like pretty it's kind of it's it's very white dude <laughs> it's very white dude crash comedy like there was there was uh and it's all in the first ten fifteen minutes um they're coming together for a wedding it's the week of is what it's called the week of um because it's the week of the wedding and so Adam Sandler goes to pick up like his great uncle who he swears only has one leg right so he goes to the airport. And the dude's wheeling him out of his wheelchair. He's got no legs. And the guy with the with the wheelchair, like he mistakes him for his nurse. He's like, no, I'm not the nurse. I work at the airport. And I need that wheelchair back too. And he's like, you need his wheelchair back? Somebody else needs it more than him? <laughs> yeah. It, where he has no wheelchair because he doesn't know how to use dude's wheelchair. So he can't fold it when he needs to fold it, and he can't open it when he needs to open it. So he ends up carrying him inside the house. It's it's ridiculous. You never it's, seen never seen the the old old Adam Sandler. I think it was Damon Wayne. Just got to put bulletproof. Bulletproof, bro. Bulletproof. I've seen a little bit. I never saw it all. I saw a little bit of bulletproof. Bro, bulletproof <laughs> is that ninety that ninety five HBO movie that is always right. on. <laughs> Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Coming up next, bulletproof at ten thirty-five. Money train. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Hell yeah, man! That is funny as shit. Money train. 
I miss those tapes, bro. Like I miss going to like your auntie's crib who had like all the all the other VHS tapes you didn't have. Like I had Mo Money. I love Mo Money. Going borrowing shit. <laughs> bro, we love going to Auntie's crib, watch all the movies your son in law. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, yeah, man. That's funny. That is funny as hell. I miss that era, man. And, yeah, we don't even have fucking. <clears throat> I couldn't tell you the last time I've even seen a video store, bro. Like the last blockbuster is they talking about doing uh like Airbnbs. They got one in Danville. <laughs> a blockbuster? They used to remember down in downtown. Oh, we had one. Yeah, no, we ain't had that in a while. Yeah, but I think that was when like all the blockbusters closed. Like all those motherfuckers closed around the same time. Yeah, there's like there's one left. The last one left. It's talking about being an Airbnb. Who owns that? I don't remember where it's at. I don't remember where it's at. I just want to know though. I mean, like I couldn't like I, don't know, I couldn't see people like yo, I got this Airbnb. Oh, we're at blockbuster, <laughs> bro. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, I'm so looking like, for like, it. Don't make a scary movie out of that shit. Like, while we rented an Airbnb, it's in the old Blockbuster. And we're like, nah. <laughs> that'll, that'll, be a, that'll be a new horror movie. It'll be Dude, whack. It is it, <laughs> it is in Bend, Oregon. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Never heard of that place. Nope. That sound real to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> they made that shit up. Uh... Households of up to four people can book it for one of three available nights. September 7th. That's in two fucking weeks. Nope. Uh-uh. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. The world's last blockbuster is now open for slumber parties. No, I'm good. Nope. Nope. Wait. Are they gonna have, like, all the aisles of movies like their shit? Like, you know I what I mean? No, I have no clue how they're gonna do that shit. You know, the fucking popcorn machine, the candy stands, all that shit. <laughs> the tanning beds in the back. Uh-uh. No, I'm good. That's wild. Nah, you can tell me about it. Yeah, I still remember when Family Video came to town and, and shut it down. <laughs> that shit didn't last long. I think the one on Gilbert Street, or was that, was that Gilbert Street or was that Main Street? I think Gilbert it was Gilbert Street. Street. Mm-hmm. That one was open longer than the one on uh, the North End was open for. Yeah, did they close the one on Gilbert? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did when I was home last, uh, which was... Like two weeks ago? (laughs) Three weeks ago? ago, Yeah, three weeks ago, yeah. Uh, I drove past and it was closed. Wow. Wow. Shut shit down. I ain't been home in a minute, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, missing nothing too much. I guess there's that less and less reason. That's why I can only spend like a day there now. Like if I'm there longer than a day, it's like I'm ready to fucking roll. Yeah. Damn. Google says it's still open. I don't know what that means. They're lying. (laughs) They lying. (laughs) (laughs) I was just there once they reopened (laughs) for a fucking Airbnb. (laughs) Right, right, right. Damn, well... Who knows, man? Who knows? What's happening otherwise with you, Brody? Uh, 
working on this on this Halloween costume. Halloween costume. Yeah, man. What you what you going as? Damn, it is about to be that time, ain't it? Yeah, man. Uh, same thing as I did last year. Ray Jackson, only a little bit more. Only a little more, a little more Jackson. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little more Jackson. Yeah, trying to find me a nice, uh, uh, like Harley Davidson shirt from the thrift store. Or like it might be cold out, so like like a corduroy, like blue bomber jacket, <laughs> you know, from like the eighties. Like, you know, I already got the I already got the white Reeboks. So yeah, you damn like, good. You damn some sure acid wash Levi's. Them box never get they never get scuffed, never get dirty. Wow, those things are pretty well, I'll just spray paint if they do. <laughs> that was the joke, bro. I was trying to, I was trying to save you, bro. Nah, go ahead. I, I tell people I spray paint them motherfuckers, they just look at me crazy. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> this is weigh three more pounds than they did before. <laughs> you got some white falling you around. Oh, I just spray painted my shoes. No, no, that's, the, that's the drip. Don't even trip. <laughs> that's the drip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is funny. That ain't much shit, man. Fucking just been, like I said, hanging out. Rona, you know, making sure I got the Rona. Going back to work tomorrow for the first time in almost a week. See how that is. Knock the dust off it. Them tumble of weeds. I have to. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you. Um, Completely change the subject. I was thinking about, um, I was watching an interview from Little Brother. Uh, this past was this past week or this past month, a couple weeks, a couple weeks back, was like the year anniversary of them dropping their last album last year, and so I like was late on all the interviews I should have watched a year ago. But Fonse was talking about rap albums and when like they used to come out on Tuesdays, like every album used to come out on Tuesday, right? And I was and now everything comes out on Friday. I was wondering like. Do heavy metal albums still come out on Friday? And and I say that because the 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 um the point he made was like Friday isn't the day for like new discoveries. Like Friday is the day you're gonna go out and fuck with what's familiar and sing those songs. Whereas Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? You got over to the bullshit of Monday, the malaise of Monday. You can find new shit to get you through the rest of the week. So I didn't know how you know heavy metal was was moving as far as that goes. Well, I know Metallica actually just dropped an album on Friday. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a live album. Really? They uh, they played with the uh, San Francisco Symphony. I don't know why that sounds and really interesting, but it does. It's the second time they've done it. They've only done it twice, but they recorded both of them. Uh huh. And um, but yeah, no, it's a it's pretty fucking tight. I mean, it's it's a whole orchestra and then them playing their songs. Like it's like it's pretty epic, you know, sound and shit. Yeah. But okay. um but I like it it's, it's it's I think it's different with heavy metal. Like I think like I know people have just released shit like fuck it, do this covid shit. We're going to go ahead and release this album digitally. Mm. before we're going to drop the physical copy. <clears throat> and how, how this- now that we have the digital the digital era of music too, where you can just, you know, like put something on Bandcamp. You know what Bandcamp is, don't you? Right. Yeah, yeah I got some shit on yeah. Bandcamp. And like do it that way, then release the hard copy later on. You know, 
trying to get like pre-orders up for the hard copies, but go ahead and release it digitally. Does that does, does does the heavy metal group? What well, not group? But uh, Wash. I know you still fuck with vinyls heavy. Yeah. So the physical the physical copy seems to be a little more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sought after. Sought after. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like that. Well, that that band that I was just talking about. Their, their name's Haunt, and they released three fucking albums this year. Haunt. Since 2020, I mean, since 2020, yeah, they released three albums. One of them was just a re-recording of all their old demos, and I think they're going to release, like, they're going to press, like, maybe, like, 500 of them on vinyl, and that's all they're going to do of it. I got to snag one of those. But, and then, like I said, they were planning on releasing an album, the hard copy, in November, but they went ahead and released it on Bandcamp, like, two months ago. Just, like, in the middle of the week. Just got it off. Yeah. Yeah. So for the most part, it sounds like they go. They they kind of drop on Fridays too. But you have your outliers who drop in you know in the middle of the week or whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Is yeah, it honestly, honestly, I think it has something to do too with uh, with record labels falling you in line I mean? or what do you mean? Just dictating whenever they can release shit. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way most of the people that I mean, like I pretty sure like most people that I listen to they're on their own record labels so I mean they can just do it fucking put it up. yeah drop it in one true is the um is because I know what I mean the rap and R&B market is so flooded there's something always dropping is the heavy metal market flooded like that oh yeah 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 there's a there's a page on YouTube uh new wave of traditional heavy metal mm-hmm and they are putting out, they're putting out new shit every day on there. Just from like, somebody will release something, they'll send it to them, and they'll put it out there. I mean, I've got, I'm subscribed to their page, and I've got a hundred plus on my fucking, on my YouTube, on my app, on my phone. Oh, and notifications. I, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, and especially, too, with all this fucking, with this Rona, nobody can go on tour, so everybody's writing right now, everybody's writing and recording. Right, right, And right, next right. year, I mean, shit, and from now until, like, probably, like, from now on, I'm expecting it to be just flooded with music, which, I mean, I think it's good, but it's gonna be hard to keep up. You're gonna miss something. So you think more you know? so later on it will be versus the rest of the year? Yeah. Is it because, like, dude, so do... Just try, just think about the crowds. Like, it sounds like I mean, because rap and R and B are the more popular, or the most, or especially rap music is the most popular genre statistically. So anything else being second best, it probably doesn't move as easily during streams, especially with that crowd seeking after the the uh, the hard copy more. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like with some bands too. I mean, uh, well, especially with that band Haunt, like they're not putting their new album on Spotify at all. The only place you're gonna get it is from on is on uh, Bandcamp because of how much Spotify does not pay their artists or artists. Right. So like they like somebody asked him was like, so when are you gonna put that on Spotify? Probably like two years. He said, "Holy shit, two years." Yeah, Damn. but he owns the, he owns the record label. Right, 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 right. Damn. <clears throat> And I know that Spotify stock has been dropping uh, pretty bad in this last week, considering sure uh, <clears throat> considering losing uh, Joe Budden, Joe Budden podcast. 
the number one podcaster. Uh, I mean, I know Joe Rogan and Bill Simmons will definitely make up numbers, but yeah, Spotify name is has uh, taken a hit. Multiple I hits. I, find, I wish I could find another streaming service that would pay their pay the artist more, but yeah. it's it's fucking tough. Yeah, yeah. I believe some of their um, some of the 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 networks that they uh, purchased are like unionizing. Uh, Gimlet, uh, the Ringer. Uh, what's the last one? Uh, Barcast, Parcast. I forget the name. I saw like a quick blur, but they were like unionizing at Spotify too. So it's gonna be. It, listen, man, the podcast landscape is uh, the listen. The digital streaming landscape is constantly evolving. So yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody can work on something right now to fucking shit all over these streaming services we got right now. You know, it come out tomorrow. Yeah, you know. Plus, yeah, I mean, the more and more is coming out about, you know, the giants like Spotify, not even just, you know, with the unionizing, but record labels, no, they're not going to get paid as much as, as as they could get paid elsewhere. And I mean, every time, like, every time I share something and somebody likes it, I'll fucking shoot them a message and say, if you like it, fucking spend some money on them, you know, mm-hmm. throw some money their way, mm-hmm. actually buy the shit. I'm you, fucking... Man. I've, I've got a fucking, since this COVID shit, man, I fucking ordered a record in May. I still ain't got that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you come from overseas? Come, come from Germany, yeah. Oh, shit, okay. And I, I actually just got an email from the guy today, or it was yesterday. Uh, the only way they could ship shit out of Germany without paying extremely high fucking shipping costs is shipping big packages. Mm. So he's he's got a buddy that lives in Wisconsin. He's going to ship a big package of shit to him, and he's going to ship the rest of it to us. Mm, okay, hey, sort through all this and send it where it needs to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm yeah. like I'm like at the same time it's not as big as a record, but like I bought patches like <laughs> through Facebook Messenger from a dude from China, and it right. took like a month and a half to get here. Shit. I just paid through PayPal. I was like, I wonder if I'm going to get those. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We talked about this before. Yeah, I'd order, like, athletic shit from, like, China. <laughs> that shit, well, yeah. Just forget I, about I, it. It'll show up, like, three it. months later. <laughs> that check in the mail show up. Like, oh. Nice. nice. <laughs> Dig, man. I think it uh, might be time to get started, man. I want to thank you all for pressing play on episode eighty. Two of the hard camera, T H C L X X X I I and I am your guy, your guy, Jew J U V Sunny Visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren the Legendary, and together we are K Quick and Road Dog. Big Ren, let me know how to reach you on the social medias, dog. Got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram. A motherfucker, A underscore M, A A F H U C K A. And y'all can also find me on Snapchat at Moffed Up 316 M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. You can hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Who'd have thunk it? Live coverage, witticisms, predictions, great content, heartwarming content, 
Contact you can find on Spotify or on Breaker or on Google Podcasts or a myriad of places. Contact that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Fucking broke. I'm broke. Nigga, I'm broke. Big Ren. <clears throat> we had a quick four-match swing plus an extra match on NXT. We had Payback. WWE Payback 2020. And we also uh, predicted the four-man Iron Man match. Before we get to those, let's update how we did numbers-wise. Big Ren went three for five, taking this total to 36 out of 58, 62.06%. Your guy Juve went two for five, taking my numbers to 34 of 58, 58.62%. 2020's been a wild one, man. <clears throat> yeah, on the ups these past couple episodes. 2020's been wild, man. <laughs> been, been a little crazy, man. But, uh, yeah. It's only September. We only, what, four, uh, five months deep. Five months deep. Been a, been a swing, man. But, uh, for, yeah, first, we had, uh, we had payback. Big Ren overall. What'd you think of WWE Payback 2020? I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> payback was kind of dope, wasn't it? It was, man. I haven't <laughs> seen a good pay-per-view in a long time. From the, <laughs> the brand. It was kind of dope. Yeah, like, they didn't they didn't fuck it up. No, they didn't. The stuff that, that needed time got time, and the stuff that didn't get a lot of time that was, like, boring. Not boring. Nothing was bad, but the stuff that wasn't going to need a lot of time didn't get a lot of time. Yeah, you know Corbin and Riddle was what it was. Uh, we'll definitely talk about Keith Lee and Randy Orton here in a bit, but the stuff that needed to be short was kept short, and the interesting stuff they gave it time, man. I was laughing at myself at how much I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I was like, "Wow, is this? Am I, what am I watching right now? What am I watching like... right now?" <laughs> I kept, I kept thinking of you because on the last show. Uh, last show that you showed before, I think it was the last show you were mentioning how like fall storylines typically pick up, and I didn't quite, I wasn't quite with you, but I mean it's September. <laughs> you know we got we got to start working towards the the Royal Rumble, you know. Yeah, yeah. Storylines picking up, man. Um, we push forward a little bit, man. We had uh, Lashley, Bobby Lashley, defeating Apollo Cruz for the U.S. title. Um. What'd you think, man? It was I mean, it was short and offensive, nothing nothing crazy happened. What'd you think? I think it was I think it was what needed to happen. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I don't know what was up with the ending though. Like Yeah. That was weird. He, he went he went full Lashley. You never go full Lashley. And then Apollo Cruz came and like attacked Bobby Lashley after the bell. Like he lost fair and square. I guess he's a I mean yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> what an awful baby face. I mean, maybe they're maybe they're going more loosely on the heel babyface shit. Yeah, he still lost fair and square. I mean, shit, you tapped out. It ain't like he cheated. I mean, he didn't have to tap. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's what I right. Listen, bro, you ain't had to tap. You tap. You ain't had to tap out. Um, what else, man? Randy Orton and Keith Lee. We uh, we both got that one wrong. The over the the battle of the Keith, we chose Randall Keith. 
and Keith Lee. Keith Lee. We picked Randy Orton. Huh. Yeah. We picked well, Randall hell. Keith. And, uh, yeah, man. Keith Lee took it in about six and a half minutes. See, that, I thought that was weird from to kill him that fast. It, You know and, what? And, okay. And then especially, like, the following night on Monday. Did you watch Raw? I saw what happened on Raw. I didn't see what happened on Raw, but I saw, or I caught the gist of it, yeah. I thought it was weird as fuck that they would put him against Dolph Ziggler. What do you say? I mean, just because, like, he just beat the fuck out of Randy Orton. <laughs> 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 and now he's got, like, a 10-minute, 10, 10, almost 12-minute long match with Dolph with Ziggler. Dolph but at the end, like, after it, like, I was reading a little bit. I was like, okay, that does make perfect sense. I mean. Let him show who, what he can like, do. Yeah. I mean, just selling, you know, and that's what it was all about. And yeah, Ziggler, yeah, Ziggler. I mean, what we we're about fourteen, fifteen years deep. Damn near, he came was part of the Spear Squad. Um, yeah. he's almost what a he, he was almost too good for his own good. Yeah, you know what I mean. To where like he you, he can make anyone look good. He's another. Listen, how many NXT first feuds has he been in, or at least near their first match? You know what I'm saying? That's uh, all of them. Yeah, you know, so, um, but with, you know, Payback, I, uh, I like the Randy Orton story. It's really subtle what's going on with Randy Orton. Randy Orton, for the last six, seven months, right? Hell, you know what? No, was, uh, was, which Rumble was, was this the last Rumble that Nia Jax was in? Was Nia Jax in this Rumble? Was that last year? I think she was in this last year. Was it this one in 2020? Yeah. Because I'm thinking about when he RKO'd Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Randy Orton for the year has been like this sick, sadistic guy. But he's only getting over and busting up the old legends. Speeding up old dudes. Yeah. He, he, he punted Edge. He punted Christian. He punted Big Show. He punted Ric Flair. He punted Shawn Michaels, right? But... When it came to these new guys, he lost to Drew McIntyre. Even if it was a backslide, he still lost. And then he lost in six and a half minutes, super clean, to Keith Lee. Like, how sadistic is he? I mean, he's just good at beating up old people. He's just good at beating up old dudes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then the way he won, so and he only won on Monday because Aleister Black attacked Kevin Owens. One RK Looking forward one. to that. What's up? Looking forward to that. That's going to be kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be kind of cool. RKO later, an RKO later, he was done. And then he only won this match off of Keith Lee's Spirit Bomb. Yep. So they they somehow keep Orton strong smartly. They keep Keith Lee strong because he didn't lose. And the pin was decided by his move. I'm not mad. No, I'm... I'm, I'm- like yeah, on Sunday and Monday, like, like, I like I read about Monday after I watched it, and I was like, dang, like, that made it sound like it wasn't as good as what it was. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it looked better than it sounded. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I thought yeah, I thought it looked better than it sounded. Yeah, okay. like actually watching it. Huh. And, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I could definitely see what they're doing with Randy Orton right now. Yeah. It's just getting all the young, getting all the 
fighting all the young bucks, people you can't beat, but still putting on a good fucking show. Yeah, it's very, uh, I'm not mad, man, nuanced. Very nuanced story. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, we have determined the number one contender. It is Randy Orton. He's going to get his face claymored off. I don't know, man. You think he wins this one? Well, I guess we got time, but... Huh. Right. We're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Got to wait. We'll get there. A couple weeks, we got the Clash of Champions show. Uh, speaking of champions, we've got new women's tag champions, as we both predicted correctly. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeating Sasha Banks and Bayley. Um, that's submission, man. Yeah, that was that was fire. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> that was hard. And I think that was perfect. She took Sasha's own arm. We haven't, yeah, seen oh, yeah. we haven't seen Shane in a while. Yeah. So for her to come and do pull that shit out, it's yeah. like, all right. But at the same time, we haven't seen Nia in a while. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's the same old Nia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't lying. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> that match was definitely good for what it was, man. Um, I mean, she took Sasha Banks' arm and choked out Bailey with it. Um, but yeah, no, that match was good for what it was, man. It was kind of hard seeing like it, it was, was kind of hard, kind of hard seeing Sasha and Bailey lose again as we get closer and closer to their breakup. But Did you read about all the slick shit she was talking on Friday night. I saw some of that uh, the Friday before. Yeah, yeah, I saw some. Yeah, uh, too soon, too soon. She yeah. really lost both titles in the span of a week. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. But that split's going to be good. Maybe, They're on the way. Maybe we'll finally get the split once, like, once Bailey loses her title. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Oh, man, it's coming. Because, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know if I see... I don't know if I see Sasha fighting Bailey for the title anymore, actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that could just be a storyline on its own without the title. It could. It could. That's very yeah. true. It could. And that frees up the title for something cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. Um, what else happened? We didn't. This wasn't announced when we uh, we did the show. Uh, Big E versus Sheamus. Biggie pulling out that W. That needed to happen. It needed, and well, you know, I think even more importantly, because watching it, I was like, you know what, this could go either way and still be okay for the Big E story. Mm. I think the aftermath of the match is what really put it over the top. Like he was, he was like, he was, he was letting us know. He was letting us know, like, I'm coming. Y'all sleep. Y'all about to get woke. I'm with it. I'm I'm ready to see a big big E singles push. I mean, they talk like he's completely incapable. Like they talk like he's not an intercont a former intercontinental champion. No, he's never been there before. He's yeah. definitely been there. Like <laughs> what are you talking about? So I remember it was like him, Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee and like he would never even talk. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah, they blew that. <laughs> <laughs> they blew that, right? But yeah, man, nice hard-hitting match, and the, the, the post-match uh, show of emotion really, really put Big over the top. Um, Los Mysterios defeated uh, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Um, 
We had what? Four frog splashes that match? Yeah. Yeah. Four of the four. Was, I mean it was kinda it was kinda basic, but at the same time it was it was a good showing. It was enjoyable, yeah. It was enjoyable. Yeah. I'm not mad. Ray Mysterio has made a career, I noticed this. He's made a career out of like solidifying and cementing heels in their heel runs. He it was what? The O was it O eight, the the hair feud with CM Punk, his feud with CM Punk, the O yep. nine feud with Jericho over the Intercontinental title, um, this feud with Seth Rollins, like when you find a heel or you or you find yourself with a heel in like the beginnings of their heel act, like Ray is there. Ray is he a piece. Pops up out of nowhere, always. He, listen, he is there, and he he's got that feud. I'll take it over the top. So, uh, this is definitely yeah solidifying Seth Rollins as a as a bastard. Wonder if we get a uh, Buddy Murphy Seth Rollins feud. You think they break it up so soon? I don't know, man. On Raw, he was he was he was hollering at that dude. <laughs> hollering, let me holler at you. Call him stupid, slapped him in the back of the head. Yeah. Those would be some good matches. Yeah, definitely. Those would be some good matches. I, I, feel, like, I feel like a lot of people have forgotten like, how good Buddy Murphy is as a singles competitor because I mean, whenever he was fighting solo, he can go. Like, dude, yeah, fuck yeah. He's one of my favorite people to watch. Yeah, the boy can definitely go. I think even if, if they do split it up soon, Seth has some kind of. He's a messiah, so he's got to have followers. This is like his updated. Like 08 CM Punk reign, whereas like CM Punk was like dirty hippie Jesus. Seth Rollins is like Queen Cut Colt dude. He's elitist Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> They're both elitist. They're just he, different he, has, ways. He, has, he has one of those churches that got the big ass TVs and hold like three thousand people in it and shit like that. He's definitely <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> like the fourth righteous gemstone twice removed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's a cousin from up north. <laughs> That's, That's exactly perfect. him. Yeah, that is him. That's hilarious, man. Um, yeah, man, man he, he he ate that uh, in the triple threat match, taking Keith Lee's spirit bomb. Uh, Randy Orton goes on. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Keith Lee and Seth Rollins. Oh, no, that'd be fire. You know, that'd be really cool to see. Um, I'm just stalling, man, because the, the, the big dog is bike. He's bike. He is bike. <laughs> and you called it Roman Reigns, the new universal champion. Um, now I want to sit here and be loud for a second. I've been down for Roman Reigns. It is documented on the show. I wasn't one of the guys who was like, turn him heel, turn him heel. I've been down. When he came back at SummerSlam, I was like, okay, word. And now, I can't help but just be completely entertained by heel Roman Reigns. I'm looking forward to it. And, and like, I thought it was weird, too, though, that they turned him heel because, like, he was getting booed before, mm-hmm. you know, and now, like, he's a heel, like, because he's going to get booed even more and, like, just take that, that hate and... Put it on the put it on the grill. He's gonna know? get he's gonna get booed by the kids, and then he's gonna find a way either him or Paul Heyman to get the guys to boo him because the guys are gonna start cheering him because he's cool. 
And so on the mic, he's going to find a way to get guys to boo him. He's going to tell all oh, um, he, he'll find a way. Yeah. Calling us smart marks and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll, they'll find some kind of cool, slick, insider way to be like, oh, now you fucks with me. Um, but, yeah, I'm here for it, man. He hasn't had to say too much, but he's like the prima donna, badass, diva, divo, heel champion who will whoop your ass, but has, like, his agent, Paul Heyman, to handle, like, the other shit. Just so weird that Paul, like, he's a Paul Heyman guy now. And for some reason, it don't seem like a stretch. I know, but it it just seems weird, though. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it fits. I'm with it. It I I think back to uh, it was like the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar SummerSlam match, and I think it was SummerSlam two years ago, maybe last year. Um, but no, it was two years ago because Seth and Brock was last year. Um, Paul Heyman did his promo where he was like appealing to you know Roman Reigns' family. Like, there's a certain respect there. For his family, um, in which you know it, it makes sense, he didn't want to bring up the young blood to that next level, that next next level. Um, but I'm here for it, man. I laughed out loud when the fiend put Roman Reigns in the mandible claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hyped out the ring, not not the teeth, bitch. <laughs> not the not the jibs, and came in. Uh, yeah, handle business, man. Uh, I mean, like once once I seen Roman Reigns wasn't coming out, yeah, and then just when I started the match, I was like, okay, bet I got this one, bro. When that ring broke, I was like, oh, he's got this in the fucking bag. <laughs> bro, why the ring break, bro? They had to break the ring, right? They just had to break the ring. <sighs> Can't have nothing shit. nice. You see Charles Robinson throw himself out the ring, yes. bro? Come on. I think they always have him in the ring when the ring breaks. He knows like, how to take that there. shit. Yeah, he's been there, done it. <laughs> uh, the broken ring, I was like, meh, but I'm feeling it, yeah, man. I was big time mad on the broken ring. Yeah, big time mess. I was <laughs> I was watching and and uh, on Twitter, and like there was a tweet that said. <laughs> Dirty's big, biggest baby face is a is a murderous demon clown. <laughs> yeah, well, that's dude, that's crazy. Isn't that's it? fucking crazy. Like how like how are they gonna pull that off? A murderous demon clown with a TV show is the WWE's biggest baby face. That is crazy. I don't know how they're gonna do that. I don't either. I have no clue. Like honestly, I'm not interested in it. No. Like, well, I'm interested in to see how they do it. Yeah. But like, motherfucker, it's a psychopath. <laughs> like, I, I have I have not been this interested in the WWE main event scene in a in a while. I want to see how they're going to make a killer clown a babyface. I know one step. Alexa Alexa Bliss oh got that goodness. Stockholm syndrome, dog. She got that braid now too. She got that Stockholm, bro. <laughs> so we see the tease of a new alliance coming. She got some glitches, man. I'm, I'm up for that. I'm interested in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. I yeah, I've never been so interested in the WWE scene and uh, main event scene in a, in a long time. You know what? The last time I was semi-interested was Hell in a Cell last year. 
Well, almost a year from now. Almost a year. And that's when they lost me. Uh, so well, It's coming up. They're doing what they can. They're doing what they can. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Um, so what I was thinking about with this, right? Paul Heyman. Well, I was thinking this before, you know, news broke. But my initial thoughts were, what's up with Brock Lesnar? Um, and even well, if he is, you know, a quote-unquote free agent, like the sheets say, like what happens if and when he comes back? He'll fucking win all over again. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he'll come back at Money in the Bank and get the Money in the Bank briefcase, even though it wasn't in the fucking match. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Money in the Bank, Otis don't want no smoke, bro. See, like... No, he'd better just go back to what he was originally thinking about doing. Yeah. Cashing on the tag team titles. Boy, don't want no smoke. No smoke, man. Who is the tag team champions on SmackDown? Uh, ain't that a, cra- a crazy question? Uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, see, fuck all that. Yeah. <laughs> Get every machinery up in there. Uh, yeah, tag team division is in shambles. Shambles, shambles. Um, you know what I want to see? With Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. Oops. Bruh. Bruh. Put them with this. Oops. Yo. Put them with this. Give it two or three months. And let Roman Reigns establish himself. And bring the Usos back and link them up with this. Holy shit, bro. Bro, Survivor Series. Usos versus uh, the Hurt Business. Bruh, hey, listen. Inject me. Yeah. I want to see heel Roman Reigns with the Usos back heel with Paul Heyman leading that. Yeah. Usos were the hardest on their heels. Bruh. Bruh, (laughs) let them take over the tag division. I'm pounding my desk right now. (laughs) No one's got an injury though, don't they? Yeah, I think it's Jimmy. And that's so sad because they had just gotten back from injury. Yep. Not, First not back. long before that. They cut their hair. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy and, and Jay Ricardo. Slick their jumps back. Got hurt at uh got hurt at Mania. See, see what happens when you cut your hair? Yeah. Look yeah. at Braun. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Jimmy. Yep. I stay I, mean, I got a haircut yesterday. I've been in the house all day. See? <laughs> I ain't go nowhere. See, I can get away with getting a haircut because I'd cut the sides. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That was Payback. Um, a surprisingly good show, man. Paybacks, yeah. I'm going to have to go back and, and, and look at like the, the last few five, six Paybacks, man. Um, I feel like there's a consistent history of like decent shows. Uh, yeah, no, they've always been pretty good. I remember Payback 14 had... Uh, Shield versus Evolution, the Elimination Chamber, not Elimination Chamber, Elimination Match. Um, I know there's a Sami Zayn. Or that might have been Battleground. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. That might have been Battleground. Um, Payback's got some stuff, man. They got a CM Punk, Chris Jericho match in there. AJ Styles versus Cena. Pretty sure what? that was one of them. Um, I think that was Cena. that was right before. No, uh, AJ Styles and Roman Reigns. Was it? I thought yeah. it was AJ Styles and Cena. Cena was uh, Money in the Bank and then SummerSlam. Okay. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think of the one that I went to who made a fit of that. 
Oh, where you saw Enzo get his his face <laughs> face. Yes. Yeah. What year was that? 16, 17? Yeah, it was around. I think it was 16. Hmm. Yeah, man. Got his face faced. Rough. Enzo got in the face. Rough t- <laughs> to the face. Rough time. Rough time. Uh, but yeah, man. Push forward, man. We we put a number on uh, the 60-minute four-way Ironman match. Uh, Big Ren picked Finn Balor. I picked Johnny Gargano. And it ended up being a draw, a tie between Finn Balor and Adam Cole. Uh, what do you think of the match itself? I thought it was okay. I didn't actually think it was anything like too special, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I mean, everybody got to showcase their shit, right? But I just didn't really like the ending. It was a TV main event, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a straight up ratings grab. It had TV. It, I'm not so well. I'm not so so mad at the ending, but I know what you mean. Like we were promised a winner, but they didn't say what would happen if there was a tie. You know. Um, I mean. Finn should have won fucking Finn Gargano. Yeah, all they did was all they did was just stretch the angle out another week, which I'm not mad. The match itself I felt like was cool, but it was, you know, it was a TV. It was TV. Yeah. But I liked it. I liked it. Um but I mean the the I mean they the way they did it was smart. I mean, if you think of it, so Finn Balor and Adam Cole um are going to meet next week for the title and so they both pinned each other during the, the Iron Man match. So they're technically one and one within that structure, right? But also, I believe uh, Finn Balor pinned Tommaso Ciampa for his second fall. Adam Cole pinned uh, Johnny Gargano for his first fall. So depending on who wins, like Cole and not Cole, Gargano and Ciampa both have claims. Oh, yeah. You know, if Adam Cole wins, Tommaso Ciampa pinned Adam Cole during that during the match. If Finn Balor wins, Johnny Gargano pinned Finn Balor, right? So the psychology of who got pinned was was really cool for me. No, I mean I, I liked what they did, but I just wish we got a winner. But a we're gonna winner. find out next week. You want to put a number on it? I'm picking Finn. I'm picking Finn too, so we'll fight it to watch. Uh, <laughs> why, why Finn? Uh, I mean, he's he just got back to the NXT about a year ago. Mm. He's been slowly climbing back up, you know. And I want to see what I want to see what Adam Cole does with that title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had it for over a year. There's not. This was really like. I mean, I know they had like one match on NXT TV, but feud wise, we never saw the Adam Cole Finn Balor feud. No. So you know, this is a little bit of you know getting close to it, but it's also the the flag bearers for these these different generations of NXT. I mean, the the, the era that put NXT on the map was Finn Balor, and you know the TV era of NXT was Adam Cole. So you get to see these two eras, you know, collide, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I'm picking Finn Balor as well. Um, more fresh option. Adam Cole was just champion for a year, like we just said. Yeah, I, I think it'll be cooler to see more people challenge Finn than it would be for other people to challenge Adam Cole. There's more fresh matchups. Tommaso Ciampa yeah. is back. Um, you don't exactly, you know, with Finn Balor, it's when he does his his feuds, 
like you don't really get to like reverse roles, right? So Johnny Gargano was a babyface, so Finn Balor was just the heel by by nature. Finn or sorry, Johnny Gargano is a heel now, but Finn Balor doesn't really lean toward babyface. He's just a guy. So renegade. So his feuds are a little more more fresh that way. Which I like. Yeah, so you can fight anybody. Tommaso Ciampa looks to just be a crazy man, too. <laughs> so. A couple crazy guys in the ring. Yeah, just putting two dudes in the ring uh, and seeing what they do. That feud is going to be really fun. If and when we see that. The, the man who never lost the championship coming back to get Goldie. But, man, as we push forward, man, we're just under an hour deep. This is not just a recap show for Payback. This is also a prediction show. We've got AEW All Out 2020 coming tomorrow, Saturday, September 5th, if you're watching this when this drops, listening to this when this drops. Uh, got a nice little card here, man. Nice little card here. A couple matches I'm definitely looking forward to. But uh, how do you feel about All Out, just the layout so far? I'm excited about it. Yeah. She's pretty good. I mean, last year's All Out was fucking fire. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't really compare the... You can't compare the two, but... I mean, hell, you might be able to come uh, come next week. But... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We got some, we got some, some shit that's definitely got to be settled. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They've done a great job building a couple specific feuds we'll definitely talk about. Um... Yeah, man, let's let's get into it. I think they're going to be selling tickets, right? They're selling tickets for this show. Already sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, certain group sizes and, and distances apart. I mean, I'm not mad at that, man. I'm sure they, you know, um, take the precautions how they have. I mean, they did it smart. They did it with first their wrestlers, and they did it with people that have connections, so they know where these people have been. And, you know, the next step to, to getting fans back in. So, I'm not mad at it. I'm looking forward to seeing how many people are actually up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure enough to yeah, enough to be sizable. I guarantee it'll be more than what they've had like on Dynamite. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They've been planning for this, absolutely. Um, should we go with the Casino Battle Royal? I mean, I've, we could just go for fun. Yeah, because you know what? I feel like you know they they had the 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 two segment brawl. That brawl went on forever. Yeah. Holy shit! That brawl went on forever. Um, Actually, through most of it. <laughs> yeah, me. I ended up. Yeah, it, it. It seems like this is another one of those AEW things where they put a match on, but the winner's gonna be like it's like like a mystery guy. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. It happened with Brian Cage at the with the ladder match, but like none of these guys seem to be like battle royal winners. There seem to be like too many factions in there. I've got an idea. Hmm. Pac. Dude, I was so thinking about Pac, bro. I was so thinking about Pac. Yo. I was so... Well, okay. Here's why I just thought of this. Unless unless he's been, you know what I'm saying, low-key somehow. Um, isn't, the tra- isn't there like a travel ban, international travel ban, like for real? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at. I haven't looked it up. The but. the reason I say so at work, 
I had a client have to uh, push their show back because their show, she lives in England. And apparently, like, a travel ban um, is set, like, until, like, three or four days after what their supposed date was. Uh, I know Pac is from England. <laughs> yeah, but um, I wonder, though, too, like, like with work visas. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't know how that shit worked. Um, but I'm with that <laughs> if he shows up. That'd be fire. Because, like, the only other person I could think of would be Darby Allen. But, like, but right. still at the same time, it's like we've already seen, like... Like we've seen Darby Allen try to get up there, and yeah. like, and I mean, like, I don't know, I, I, don't, I couldn't see it really being anybody else besides Pac. Yeah, that's a great option. That is a great option. So it looks like that Death Triangle idea is probably dead too. Um, the uh, the Lucha Bros seem to have joined up with Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, in the buy-in, we got Big Swole taking on Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match. Got any idea what the fuck that is? I don't. I don't know what that what that is. Um. Oh. This story, though. Yeah, this story. They've been they've been they've been hammering hammering us with this story for a little while now. Probably almost every week of Dynamite. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Yeah. It was a way to keep Britt Baker relevant. Because um, you could tell that like they had plans for her anyway with the heel turn. Um, I, I think they had plans for her anyway. And the injury kind of derailed that. But they, I think they did a good job keeping her on television and, and keeping her uh, keep, keep keeping the heat going. No, I definitely agree. Yeah. And for that, I'm going to go with Britt Baker. Taking Britt Baker over Big Swole. The stipulation made me like hesitate for a second. Um, I feel like I don't really know what the stipulation means. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I have no clue what it really means. But for some reason, it made me hesitate for a second. Uh, I'm going with Britt Baker. I'm going with Britt Baker too. Big yeah. um, Swole's going to put her through hell. But she has, and they got, and they see something Big Swole. And I think yeah, they definitely. see something big swole, especially to pair her with Britt Baker, who they definitely see something in. Um, the heel turn and then keeping her on television and her being like compelling <laughs> and how she like shits on Tony Schiavone. Every day. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can see Britt Baker pulling this one out, but big swole, you know, getting her, getting her, uh, her time to shine. Uh, I mean, the women's division is rough. Let's be honest. Yeah. And so, Britt Baker just seems to be a more plausible uh, personality choice to put against Hikaru Shida uh, if she comes out ahead uh, at the end of her match. But pushing forward, man, we have a uh, which which a a broken rules match. Yeah, what's the broken rules? <laughs> I don't exactly know. Um, Jim Ross made it sound like a last man standing match, basically. Um, Basically, <laughs> you go until one man can't go anymore. I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, but with the added stipulation that if Sammy Guevara wins, Matt Hardy leaves AEW. See, but is it Matt Hardy leaving? Or is it like, or is it like his other characters still going to be around? Oh, Matt Hardy leaves, but like Broken Matt and Extreme Matt. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. 
I know, big time yikes. <laughs> I've uh, seen like I heard Matt Hardy was actually like legitimately pissed about that chair shot a couple weeks ago. I did too. That was a big ass chair. Bro, yeah, fucked his head up. <laughs> I mean, big, I mean, he, he did split Sammy. He did fuck Sammy's head up last week though too. Yeah, that listen, look, he got shot. Yeah, bro, <laughs> that, that bullet skeeted past his head. He let he got shot, man. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. The little promo on AEW was a little. Uh, this last promo was a little. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> cue cards and weird yeah. facial expressions from from Matt Hardy. I think, oh, man, I think Matt Hardy's gonna win this one. I think he's gonna pull it off. Yeah, but I think it'll be it'll be really close, and he's gonna he's gonna make Sammy look really good. Sammy's gonna look great in this loss. Yeah. Um. The the thing that put over the top for me, like I was kind of leaning toward uh, Matt Hardy a little bit anyway, in the sense that you know Sammy Guevara gets the rub by like getting close. But the second they said Matt Hardy leaves AEW when he if he loses, I was like, okay, well that just cements it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah they should have made they should have said that. Like, I mean, well, I was bitching about it last week with. Them adding new stipulations, but made that a stipulation like right before the match. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, but hey, whatever. Buddy, buddy. Duh. Word. Pushing forward, we got an eight man tag. AW is good for an eight man tag, ain't they? Always. They good for an eight man tag. We got the Dark Order taking on Matt Cardona, Scorpio, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. Um, Brody Lee murdered Cody um, for the TNT Championship. You heard about uh, that TV show? That Cody's uh, acting for? Heels. That's, was, oh, that's the show he's going to be on? No, 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 no. It's a, it's actually like a wrestling like, dirt, yeah, drama. Stephen, Stephen Amell. Yeah. Kind of look forward to that. My bad, go at, ahead, though. I mean, he was at All In last year. Yeah. So... Clearly, there's a relationship there. Maybe that is what he's recording for. That's that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I see this going, man. Eight man, eight man tag action. I'm gonna go with not the Dark Order. Cardona, Sky, and company. Yes. Woo woo woo. <laughs> Does he do that? No, he didn't do that. But. He didn't know WWE. <laughs> I uh no, I know. I <laughs> I uh I never saw like the big deal with dude. What do you mean? Like I never saw like why he was like I never got why people liked him so much. Uh, you, you just didn't get it. I just yeah, I just didn't get it. I was like okay, yeah, woo 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 radio. I think that's just what it was. <laughs> his, his theme song was way cooler than him. That. That's sometimes the case, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But no, I think, uh, I think, uh, I don't, what, what's her team called? Uh, the Natural Nightmares, Scorpio Sky, and Matt Cardona. All right, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, Just because, like, Brody, Brody doesn't have to get pinned. Yeah. Yeah. He won't get pinned. Yeah. I mean,. He just beat the fuck out of Cody. So I mean, Cody's boys got to get a little bit of redemption, a little retribution. Yeah, I'm with, I'm going that way too. 
Um, nice little happy spot. A little eight-man tag action. Yeah, I'm going with them. Um, speaking of eight-man tag action, this past eight-man tag match on AEW, I really, really liked. Um, had simple stakes on it, furthered stories on both sides. The winners of that eight-man tag are now facing each other at All Out. We got the Young Bucks taking on Jurassic Express. I really like how they did that, too. I really liked it, yeah. The team, but you could be going up and facing them this weekend. Yep. So, and they, everyone had some added aggression to it. And Jr. told yeah. the story. Jr. told the story. Sim. My 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 slight gripe with AEW commentary is that Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone are like the old guys who have seen it all. Yeah. And so, when a young guy is trying to keep it exciting, like Excalibur, now yeah, we know that like, and even Jr. said the the way he said uh, it takes a lot of coordination. Um, I think he was just being slick. I think it was when uh, Chris Jericho hit the code breaker on Joey Janela. Need a little coordination. I know he's being slick in the sense that a lot of these moves just look choreographed. But, like, sell your product. <laughs> you know yeah. Sell your product a little more. Act like you haven't been there. Good luck with those dudes. Say it again. I said good luck with those dudes. Those old dudes. Yeah, it's... it's um. Yeah, certain things I think were were meant to go over a little more, um, just weren't sold like they could have been. And I get it. I mean, some of the stuff is a little you know far fetched, but you know this is pro wrestling. So we love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we've got the young bucks. You know what else I noticed? Sorry. You know what else I noticed during the eight man tag? Mm. Our biggest gripe lately has been about, and I noticed this with payback. No, it's been about how WWE just feels so overproduced, right? Oh, yeah. What I noticed, and I noticed this during the eight-man tag, is that AEW, they switch camera angles. Not quite now, not quite as often, but, but pretty close. Pretty hard to notice a difference. They switch angles often, but they only switch between two, two angles. Yes. The hard camera and whatever angle they're focused on, whereas... Raw SmackDown, they're they're switching angles oh. about the same time, but they're going about four to five different angles. Yeah, that's what I don't like. That throws me a little bit, and I th- I yep. couldn't realize for a minute we just knew it was production, but we couldn't quite pinpoint it. I think they just go out of the way to show you too many angles. That's exactly why I don't like it. Versus the grittiness of two angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed that this week. I think that was yeah. That really, that really stuck you out. You see me. now. I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Young Bucks taking on the Jurassic Express. How you see this going, man? Go with Jurassic Express. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me. See that tag. I mean, fucking Luchasaurus. He was fucking. He's about to go up in there and get it done. Then he was Matt. Yeah. Tagged himself in. And the voice starts looks at him like, "What the fuck, dog?" <laughs> I hey. like these. Uh, I like these angry young bucks. Me too. I do too. I like these angry young bucks. Um, yeah, they wouldn't tag in Jurassic Express at first until they yeah. absolutely needed to. Like, I, like I mean, they're 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 good. You know, they're fucking. I mean, they're 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 where they're at because of what the fuck they've done. Yeah. No, they've definitely they've definitely worked for it. But like, 
I, I, I do like the heelish tendencies we're seeing just a little bit. Not yeah. not not too big heels yet, but well, they're showing come. the shades of gray. I mean, they've uh, they, I mean, Hangman Adam Page cost them the tag team title match. What the fuck is going on with him right now? Do so much, <laughs> so much. And of course, the Bucks are emotional because they, you know, that's that was their guy. Even though they've been tent, there'd been some tension. Um, you know, they had to kick him out of the elite. Um, I this one's a hard one to call. The Bucks are going to be out there like they need it because they do need this. Um, I feel like Jurassic Express is just one win away. Yeah, exactly. Like one win away. I mean, if the Bucks take this, I imagine they'd be next in line for a tag team title shot. So, do we tease that they'd be closer to the number one contenders? Or do we tease, you know, them still being angry? However, we still get over, you know, Jurassic Express with the win. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going with. This is the second one you yeah. said. I mean, like... I mean, and they don't necessarily have to get a title shot right after this, you know. Something could come up, and then they fight the Bucks again, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, also, we're going to have to see what happens with the Tag Team Championship match to even really be able to call what's going to happen further on down the line with this, this match we're talking about right now. I feel you. I feel you. It all correlates. It all correlates. They've definitely got a fight with Hangman coming sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny and Hangman they've they've clearly had their differences already uh, Kenny I mean we saw tonight Kenny left the ring we'll talk about that match in a bit I didn't want to skip too far ahead but um, the tag division's hot it's hot it, it is like, dude, I mean dude they've got the most tag team matches on each event than they yeah. do any other shit you yeah. know um I I'm gonna go, oh man. I'm so tempted to go with the Jurassic Express. See, <laughs> I'm so tempted. For some reason, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Spice it up. I I don't know why, but for some reason, I'm going with the Bucks. Um, Jurassic Express is gonna look great. They're gonna look great in this match. Um, I don't know why I'm going with the Bucks. I'm probably gonna regret it. Well, is it is it gonna be is it gonna be Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus or I Luchasaurus? So. Oh, okay, yeah. it, if it was gonna be Jungle Boy, I mean Luchasaurus and Marco, I'd have to go with the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're a hey, hey, roller with Marco Snut. Not fucks with him, but I mean, not tonight. No, <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> uh, pushing forward, man, for the AEW Women's Championship, we got Hikaru Shida taking on Thunder Rosa. Uh, Thunder Rosa was in a pretty physical match on AEW. She was. With Serena Deeb. Um, it's kind of nice that she just didn't come in and squash. Yeah. Like they normally do, you know. Yeah. I mean, Serena's been around forever, too. Um, what's her name, Serena Deeb in WWE? I think so. Okay. Um, for some reason, I just I wasn't sure why I was thinking something else. But, yeah, as a, uh, we mentioned CM Punk <laughs> being Dirty Jesus. Um in the, in the straight edge society years back, um, how you see this one going though? I think she is going to get it and like a roll up. Yeah, 
I don't think it's going to be like finisher one, two, three. I think it'll be a quick roll up or a. I feel that. I feel that. Thunder Rosa, especially being the NWA Women's Champion, um, seems like just some kind of agreement between the two companies. But yeah, I don't see Hikaru Shida ain't going ain't gonna to hit her with like five finishers. Uh, yeah. and then kick out all her finishers either. Like it's gonna be a respectful match for both companies. But yeah, I see a quick, quick easy victory. Not quick easy victory. I should say a uh, surprise victory. Yeah, and maybe they do a rematch in NWA. That'd be tight. Yeah, I'm going with Sheeta. We're down to our top three matches, man. This one, man, I'm 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 down for it, man. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on FTR. With Tony Blanchard, yeah, I'm. I think this will be a match of the night. Yeah, by far, by far. Hangman Adam Page cost the Young Bucks a chance to face them again. Um, why do you think he did that? Man, I don't, dude, I wish I knew. Yeah, because I mean, it doesn't seem like anybody like told him to. You know, right. And I don't think anybody could tell him to, you know. Yeah. Maybe, I don't think he'd listen. Maybe he thought he had friends in FTR, or I knew he'd been having he'd been having issues with the Bucks for a while now. I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel like Hangman just lives in like a old trailer out in the middle of nowhere, and you just walk in and like just liquor bottles fall everywhere, holes <laughs> in the wall. Uh, <laughs> like they like the same old busted Johnny Cash record, just playing on repeat on the record player. Like. That is hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh man, dude. Yeah, man. Kenny Omega left him hanging, left him in the ring by himself, as uh, he almost got into a, a little. I don't get why he left him hanging though. I mean, like Kenny Omega was starting a fight. Yeah. Dude, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but also, yep, FTR have the the guidance of Tully Blanchard. I'm fifty fifty on this match, man. I can't lie, because we've seen what Hangman Adam Page does when he's doubted. When people doubt him, he goes hard. He goes off, bruh. Cowboy shit. We haven't seen the cowboy shit in a while. Ain't nobody doubted him in a while. <laughs> he came in on his horse at the stadium stampede. That was so hard. It was. It was hard as shit. Um, this is really hard to call, man. I'm gonna go with the the FTR on this one. New champs, huh? Hmm? Tell me about it. I just think I think it's perfect timing with everything going on with the elite mm. bucks I mean with. The Elite and Hangman and Omega. I mean, we've been in, we've been in this for almost a year now. AEW, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's we've all like this tag team wasn't even supposed to be a tag team. Very true. You Very know, these just a couple dudes. <laughs> just a couple dudes being bros, you know. Yeah. True, and Kenny did say that. Like he said, the Bucks were his favorite team, and Kenny was like, or Adam was like, "Man, I thought you were gonna say us." He's like, "Yeah, I mean, we're two singles guys." Um, and I think too, that's another reason why I'm I'm fifty fifty on. Like they've hammered home that these are just two singles guys. Like 
What if they found a way to beat the ultimate tag team? Like FTR is the consummate tag team, and they got a tag team legend as their manager. Yeah. Like by all accounts, like they should win this. They definitely should. That's what I'm thinking. Like on paper, they should win this. So do I go with like on paper, or do I psych myself out? <laughs> and be like, well, it says it on paper, so let's go with this. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Do do either of the Bucks cost Hangman? Yeah, but then at the same time, though, they could cost Kenny. They would be costing Kenny, yes. Yeah, so I mean, I think, uh, I don't think, I don't think the Bucks get involved just because they fucks with Kenny. Mm-hmm. But like maybe at the end of the match, the Bucks come out and fuck Hangman up, and Kenny's just like, "Well, you shouldn't have done that." <laughs> <laughs> you know, the watch Hangman. Him. Watch him get a whooping. Yeah, you know. No, that is funny. I told myself too with Hangman and Kenny matches that I would just keep picking them until they lose. Well, this is tough, man. Can't go back on your word now. Thanks for reminding me for reminding you. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. All right. It's all right. Spice it up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hangman and Kenny Omega to retain. Woo! Falling behind. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, I'm on it. It's gonna be a good one. Um, so I don't know what to think about this next match, man. Um, in a, I didn't realize like how many stipulations there were. Like when I started talking about the the broken rules match, I was like, yo, there's like another stipulation still. Um, what do you think about these stipulations? Are they doing too much? What are they doing? I mean. I wish they'd fucking actually, like, elaborate on what these fucking stipulations actually mean. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think they are doing a bit too much on the stipulation shit. Like, let's just have a fucking match. You know? I mean, and I kind of get why they're doing the stipulations. I mean, especially, like, with the Matt Hardy shit. They want us to care more, I guess. Well, even, like... Yeah, that yeah, that stipulation plus the uh, broken rules. Like, I don't know what broken rules are. Yeah, but I mean, clearly they couldn't just have a regular one-on-one match, so that makes sense. Um, I don't know what a tooth and nail match is. I'm not sure that it was necessary for for the first match of Britt Baker and Brick Swole's feud. I'm honestly not even sure this match needs this kind of stipulation. Like, just let them fight. Yeah, no, that's, I I agree. You know. But in a Mimosa Mayhem match, we have Chris Jericho taking on Orange Cassidy. I'm not... I don't know how you win. Do you, you win by throwing him in the Mimosa? Yes. Okay. Or, or, no, you win by pinfall, submission, or throwing him in the Mimosa. <sighs> so, yeah, it's kind of... Like, someone's getting, someone's getting dunked in the Mimosa tank. Yep. You know... Yes, they even are. if even if even if they win by pinfall or submission, somebody's mm-hmm. still going in that motherfucker. Yep, we sniffing the same thing. So like, I, I think we are. 
I said that kind of crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. That came out crazy as hell. <laughs> um, Word. But, like, yeah, I don't think they really needed this, like, they didn't really need, like, if, if they were going to do this, like, why even have the pinfall or submission? It seems a little much, yeah. <laughs> it seems a little so much. Like, is it still, like, is it no DQ? Because, like, I, I feel like it has to be. Right. Because, yeah, pins, submissions are thrown in a mimosa. <laughs> a nice Sunday brunch drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got? I'm going with Orange. Oh, the Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Do you see him? Um, is he going in the mimosa? How's he going to win? Uh, I think I think he, I think Jericho is going to be taking a taking a dive in the mimosas. In the mimosas, and Orange Cassidy wins that way. This this is kind of laid out in a way that could like save each guy. But a mimosa mayhem match. I mean, because we would shit on this a lot harder if it was WWE. Oh yeah, I think we definitely would. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we're like being nice. I mean, like, like they should just had a, like whoever went. Like the way you gotta win, you gotta throw them in a carton of orange juice. No pulp, like yeah, <laughs> like this seems very. And, and, I, and actually, I, I actually understand where they're coming from. The most of Novel champion on the fucking the bubbly, yeah, and then Orange Cassidy, yeah, orange and, and I yeah, but like yeah, <laughs> it's still stupid as hell. It's a little like like this show with three stipulations that we don't know the rules to. And whatever Mimosa Mayhem matches. Like, if this was the payback card, we would probably be looking at it like, alright, man. Here y'all go. <laughs> Here y'all go with this bullshit again. You know? If this was Extreme well, Rules, the Extreme uh, Rules pay-per-view. Stupid Extreme Rules. Oh, bro, I'd be tight. I'd be kind of tight. Um, I'm going with Chris Jericho. Okay. By either pinfall or submission, then he's going to try to humiliate Orange Cassidy, and he'll end up in the mimosa after the fact. I could see that. Because, honestly, whenever I picked Orange Cassidy, I was like, how the fuck is he going to get Chris Jericho in this tank? Yeah. Whatever the fuck. With all the fucking Chris Jericho's boys out there, too. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, I think this is a... I mean, like like he was saying, you know, he made Orange Cassidy a main event star. So this is a feud that you know is going to put Cassidy on the next level. He doesn't have to win the feud though. Um, he didn't have to win the match to win the feud. And then by yeah, once he once he loses the match, Jericho will get cocky. Orange Cassidy will gain some shine back by by getting Jericho in a mimosa. He's def somebody's definitely going in a mimosa, and I think it's Jericho. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Jericho's definitely going in. He absolutely is. So. Dig it, man. The main event. The main event. We got to see a nice side of MJF this past Wednesday. Um, yeah, man. Took that ring upside his, upside his forehead. Got the AEW. You said what? Motherfucker was mean. Yeah, man. 
Um, we've got the AEW World Champion John Moxley, Gian Moxley taking on MJF Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I mean, I think MJF's about to get his first loss. Yeah. No new champ. No new champ. Tell me about it. I mean, we've. I mean, and like we've been. Like they've kind of settled down on the MJF Wardlow shit. Yeah, had that a little bit of tension. That hit the brakes. Yeah. yeah. I think we're used to like these things kind of just being rushed. Because even even WWE hasn't rushed anything in a while, right? Um, I mean, Sasha and Bayley have been teasing this for a while. They had their tension, and then they got right back. They figured it out. Um. So maybe we just take wrestling logic. We see a couple of people get in an argument. It's like, oh shit, they about to break up. <laughs> you know, like there's no turning back. Like, there's, there's no, no turning back now, out. right? They they didn't reconcile. <laughs> they didn't figure it out. Um, but maybe just that little argument is just you know letting us know, like they have this capability within them. These these traits are here. Um, but I'm going the same way. I got Moxley over MJF. Um, Maybe this will push MJF over the fucking edge, and he'll absolutely, absolutely. and like he gets even more violent. This is MJF's Mind oh. Games '96 match. This is his Shawn Michaels versus Mankind match, where we're going to see a different side of MJF on Saturday. One that is going to be impressive, but not quite enough violence. Not quite enough violence to overcome John Moxley. The next week we're gonna see the real violent MJF. Next week. I mean like after he loses. Oh, he'll take a little break. He'll hide. He'll we won't see him for a few weeks. And then he'll come back, you know. Yeah. No, MJF he'll 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 be fine after this. He can he clearly can rock the mic, right? Oh yeah. And John Mox is sending a promo, like you're gonna have to like come with it. And I think he will. Just just not quite enough for the uh the scrappy veteran. <laughs> scrappy veteran yeah. of the death match. No, it's and there's no there is a stipulation in this match too. Oh, he can't use the paradigm shift. Yeah. Very true. So maybe maybe he cooks up some new finisher. Maybe we're gonna choke. So I mean, but Wardlow's gonna be out there too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think hell. he finds a way. I think he finds a way. Maybe he works that choke mode, choke, choke, uh, choke hold, choke move. Um, who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Um, the heavyweight championship feuds—they do have a different feud, different type of feel than than the others, which I I definitely uh appreciate the way they kind of separate different. the world title. Burns different. Yeah, Burns different. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what else? That tag team title match, my goodness. That's what I'm looking forward yeah. to. They might um, start the night off with that shit. They kind of respect the titles a little more. They typically don't start with title matches. They oh, okay. Kinda... I, this could be the co-main. Well, fuck. I don't know. Cause Chris Jericho is going to have to be at least main event or co-main event. I think they kind of like build with the the importance of the of the the match themselves, right? So I think that uh, we get the eight man tag early, 
we're gonna get you know Guevara and Hardy Erdy Um I could see you know what I could probably see it going well I could see it going tag title match tag title match then women's title match then Mimosa match then Moxley yeah or or hell even the way we just called it tonight the women's title match and then the tag title match yeah 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 they'll find a way to kind of create some space between those two matches those are going to be two uh Barn burners. Barns will be burned. Barns will fucking be burned. <laughs> so how you feel about all that overall, man, as it's coming this Saturday? I'll look forward to it. Yeah. Fucking I just hope the uh the BR BR team, Breacher Report team took my my notes. <laughs> I told them last time I was like, yeah, y'all gotta y'all gotta make it where we can start this motherfucker from the beginning because if we just if I just start this shit and there's three matches left, I'm gonna hear about the other matches throughout the night. Yeah, that already happened. Very like true. and spoiling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that's just something that'd be just something they would do. Why would you not give people yeah. the option to do that? So yeah, I have to catch it a little late. I got a show that night, so I'll catch it uh either later that night or early the next day. But I'm looking forward to it too, man. Looking forward to it too. Um, as always, we'll be by our social mediums. Big Ren, let them know they can reach you on social media, though. You got it, amigo. <clears throat> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at A Mafucka, A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Then y'all motherfuckers can also find me on Snapchat at Moffed Up 316, M A A F F H H D U P 316. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page at The Hard Camera on Twitter and the Instagrams. But of course, as always, you listen to us on a variety of different mediums. Some watching on, some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. As always, it's great content. Heartwarming content. All out content, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Pretty fucking broke over here. I'm pretty broke, nigga. I'm broke. I must say. Uh, as always, I am your guy Juve. I'm sitting with my, I'm sitting with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are K Quick and Road Dog. We'll be back next week with the breakdown show. But until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.